Welcome to Amplifying Wellness with TLC. This podcast is a place we are dedicated to your self-care and your wellness. We share guest stories, information, and tips on how to live healthier and happier lives. We are Twin Life Coaching and Business Services with your hosts, myself, Tara Lehman, and my sister and partner, Barb Schultz. We care about increasing awareness around self-care and mental health through this podcast, coaching, workshops, and more. To find out more about our services and our Amplifying Your Wellness community, please visit twinlifecoaching.ca. As a reminder, this podcast is for sharing of stories and information only and is not intended to be or replace any medical advice you are seeking or have received. Today, we are joined with our guest, Carrie Jokala, a Reiki master teacher, a fitness instructor, and host of the Energy Within podcast. Welcome to the show, Carrie. Thanks for having me. We're wondering if you can give a little bit of background around your journey into um, wellness and self-care, how you came into this as a profession. That's a long story that I will try to sum up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sounds good. (laughs) I first stepped into the fitness world before I did anything involving Reiki or energy work. And it was just kind of a gradual thing where I started thinking maybe I would be good at teaching fitness classes. And then that morphed into, well, maybe I could be a personal trainer and do people, you know, help people one-on-one. And then from there, I continued really just trying to find my purpose in this world. Mm -hmm. And long story short, I came across Reiki and I had kind of this soul knowing that it was supposed to be part of my path and something I was supposed to do, something I could be good at. And what's interesting about both of those actually is those are kind of the two main pieces of me. There's other facets, of course, but (laughs) um, the two big things that I do. And they both started with kind of this inner knowing that this might be something that I'm good at, where I didn't have any real prior experience with it before I got certified as a group fitness trainer. I had never taken a group fitness class in person. Like I did videos at home, but I had never taken any classes in the gym. I never even was a, was a participant, but I'm like, I think I can do this. And then same thing with Reiki. I'm like, never really had a Reiki session before this, but I'm like, I kind of feel like I understand the basics about it. And I feel like I would be really good at this. So very cool. That is very interesting. And it's, it's, you know, we have to take, sometimes just go with our gut on our feeling Mm -hmm. around things too, which obviously was successful for you. I know you do like to talk about imposter syndrome, which is a huge topic and that you also help women to embrace their weird. So I'd love to learn more about what that means to you and why these, these things are important to you. Yeah. And you know, I'm actually I'm putting pieces of my own life story together right now that I never did in a way that I never did before while we're talking. So (laughs) (laughs) this imposter syndrome, it even in the fitness space, and then even occasionally here doing Reiki in the beginning of both of those journeys for me, I had a decent amount of imposter syndrome because probably stemming a little bit from that, I've never really done this before. And then you just jump in and then you Mm -hmm. encounter all these other people who seem to have more knowledge and more experience and more certifications and they're just better. Like when I was working as a personal trainer and they put all of our bios up on the wall, (laughs) Uh. everybody, I kid you not, 
everybody else had some sort of real like major fitness certification as a personal trainer they had all these years under their belt they went to school for exercise science and kinesiology and all of that all of those different fields that could fall into personal training and then here's me (laughs) with uh one recognized but not quite as impressive of a personal training certification and my college major was writing in theater Oh, wow. wow. That's totally different. So, talk about feeling like an imposter. Like, these yeah. people are going to find out that I don't really know what I'm doing <laughs> compared to these other people. Wow. And then, same thing, getting into Reiki, feeling really good about it, feeling pretty confident and just kind of going with it and letting it lead me where it's going to take me. But then having those moments where you kind of come back to reality in a sense and you see all the other people with more years of experience under their belts and all these Mm. other intuitive gifts that they have that they're really good at. And, and then how tuned in they seem to be. And then here's me like throwing cards and flipping things and like, (laughs) sure, I know what that means, but I think we're going to go with it, you know, (laughs) making jokes, throwing in movie quotes. And I'm like, I'm way over here. So then that leads right into embracing your weird. Like that's Mm. been a big part of getting over imposter syndrome and growing my confidence in this journey in my life is embracing. I say embracing the weird because I always say that I'm weird. I'm, I'm, I'm awkward. I'm weird. I talk in movie quotes and song lyrics and Instagram real quotes. (laughs) (laughs) They will pop into my head. I have to say them or my brain's going to explode. Even if I know no one's going to get the reference. And I found out once I, took the real scary risk of stepping out and letting myself say the things that were popping into my head and doing the things that I was feeling like I could do in the moment, whether to make somebody laugh or just, you know, create a moment for somebody that I started to feel more comfortable with myself. And I started attracting people who got me. Mm-hmm. Whereas before I felt like I was trying so hard to fit in and not really putting on an act, like not really pretending, but just like trying so hard. All right. So let me ask you. So, I mean, obviously you had to start somewhere, right? I mean, everybody has to start somewhere. So my, I have a little bit of a follow-up question to that. The imposter syndrome comes with a lot of people just stepping out of that comfort zone like you did. And, but everybody has to start there. So do you, how do you, you know, use what you experienced and, and being the weird, as you like to call it, to grow into what you are now? Is it just that you just decided to do it? Or, I mean, you said you went with your gut. Is that something that really spoke to you? I, I, you know, where did this come from? It was a little bit of a conscious decision to really just start saying the things and doing the things and just letting myself be weird, letting myself be. (laughs) Yeah. Because before I realized through some thinking about it and hindsight and all that, that I let a lot of moments pass by where, you know, just something simple, like being in a conversation with a group and really wanting to fit in and wanting people to like me and wanting to, you know, have closer friendships with these people but being so afraid 
from my past and things that had happened before, like so afraid that if I said anything, if I made any missteps that I would be made fun of, that I would be cast out, all of that, just all of those feelings would get in the way. So I would have, you know, a thought to say something funny. And then I would stop and I would think about it forever. Right. <laughs> Gotta go with the gut. Funny. And then the moment would pass. Mm-hmm. And by time I felt like, okay, maybe I feel ready to say that. We're like five topics down the line. <laughs> and I can't go yeah. back and say that one sentence that related to something way back there. Cause then I'm really going to seem weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So okay. it was baby steps. I didn't do it every time a thought popped into my head, but I really started working on just letting myself say whatever I felt like saying in the moment Mm -hmm. and then slowly realizing that, Oh, I am getting positive reactions the majority of the time. (laughs) Very good. It's that cause it's the overthinking it's the Mm -hmm. getting in your own head that stops us. So if you, if you don't allow yourself to think about it, like that five second rule, don't allow yourself (laughs) to think about it. Just, just do it. (laughs) Yeah. No, I like that because a lot of us get stuck, right? We get stuck in trying to almost impress everyone else around us instead of be who we are. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think like if we just learn to be who we are, whether we feel that we're weird, we might not be. It might be a natural thing for us, right? I think a lot of people. I like really to say that. With... Yeah. I like to say that we're actually all weird, which weird, makes yeah. us all normal. So. <laughs> right. Right. We're all of it. Being. Yeah. <laughs> we're all weird. I love it. <laughs> so as you um, work with clients of yours or even for yourself, um, what sort of challenges are you seeing people um, bringing up or like roadblocks that they have with it when it comes to working with people with imposter syndrome? A lot of it is just that getting in your own way and having all of these wonderful, amazing ideas of things that they want to do with their life projects that they want to bring forward, you know, titles that they want to have, or that they just don't feel worthy of because, you know, same thing. Like if I call myself this, well, then people are going to tell me, who are you to do that? Because all these other people have certifications and they know what they're talking about, but to a certain extent, depending on what the field is, of course, I'm not telling anyone yeah. to go be a brain surgeon without But in situations that make sense, our experience is just as valid and sometimes more needed for some people to get what they need, you know, the help that they're seeking and or at least the understanding that they're looking for when they have someone who is kind of still on that level with them, you know, where they're not like over here where we forget that people I'm taking lines from one of my own clients. So if she listens to this, I'm I'm crediting, I'm crediting Michelle. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Love it. But so experience is just as valid. Yes. And yes. Cause then if we, sometimes when we get all the fancy certifications and all of the, the knowledge, we kind of forget a little bit where we used to be and how we used to talk about it and what it used to feel like because we've now become a little bit removed, which isn't necessarily bad, but it's just, there can be that disconnect there too. So it's helpful to know that there are people who still need the other side of things, you know, people who are still more closely connected, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And it's, that was part of my frustration and wanting to help women with this and this getting stuck and getting in their own heads and stopping themselves because then just like 
me too, having been in a similar space, wanting to do all these great things, feeling like you have this bigger purpose in life and talking about it and getting fired up about it and having all these ideas, but then thinking about it too long Mm -hmm. that you let imposter syndrome get in the way. And then you go back and you just keep working the job that you hate, that doesn't value you, that you're never going to make any more money at and you're drained and it's, and then seeing that it's just, it's frustrating. It makes me want to go like, just go do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've but, all been there. <laughs> yeah. It's mm-hmm. a fear factor that comes in as well with yeah. imposter syndrome, right? Absolutely. You know, we don't want to take Absolutely. that risk. Yeah. So obviously you had a great win yourself from, from your imposter syndrome to just doing it and becoming, a, you know, Reiki and having your business. Do you have any good wins or even tools that provide us with some wins when it comes to overcoming some of the barriers around imposter, imposter syndrome? Well, for me, moving into this space of doing energy work and doing Reiki, I really do believe that a lot of this starts in our energy field before it gets anywhere in our heads and our bodies. Mm-hmm. And if we can catch it there and or try to heal it there that that can be more helpful than I think a lot of people realize because it seems so it seems so imaginary it seems woo woo (laughs) but we acknowledge I mean we talk about people like oh I love your energy or I wish I had energy like that we all have an energy field that we are able to control more than we give ourselves credit for so for me I was already, I'd been on my confidence journey for a long time by the time I found Reiki, but I felt like once I found that, it just really accelerated yeah. <laughs> everything. Like everything went into hyperdrive. And there, without getting too much into it, too technical about it, there's different chakras that we can lean into and different ways that I can connect with my client's energy and help really remove blocks And at bare minimum, if it's not something that can be taken care of in one simple session, we're bringing awareness to something Mm -hmm. that honestly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say that they didn't know was there. Usually we know it's there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's fine. We've tried to avoid dealing with it, or we've tried to pretend like it's not really there. And then when my clients come to me, they're like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I admit, I admit it's there. It's there. For sure. Yeah, very good. Very good. Yeah, that's really interesting. Like, you you know, you have to get your clients to actually see that before you can even move forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And imposter imposter syndrome is something, and you mentioned this earlier, Carrie, that is not just at home either. It's not just about that. It's about the fears we have about even going to work, or maybe there's something at work, or we want to bring something up to our manager, but we have that fear that we're not good enough and that whole part of you know like when you talked about your certificate or your bio compared to everybody else you know what it doesn't matter they all started there right right we have to try to remember that when we're out in the world is everybody started somewhere you you don't just start with you know all these degrees on your wall so if you had like a, a big some sort of tip or advice for your clients or even the people that are listening to us today, what would be one kind of takeaway that everybody should have from you? Beyond the don't think about it and just do it. I think what can be really helpful too with imposter syndrome is one of my first big lessons was 
don't take anything personally. Mm-hmm. When I, I realized that. how much I was taking personally and I like, it was, it was truly one of my light bulb moments when I realized I was doing that and bringing my awareness to that was a big key in allowing myself to continue to feel confidence in situations where maybe I wouldn't before or to not feel rejected in mm-hmm. situations where I might feel rejected before because a lot of times we don't think that we're taking things personally. We think that it's the other person who's being rude or who's being whatever. Mm-hmm. And maybe they are, mm-hmm. but at the same time, everybody's got their own stuff going on. Everybody has Very true. different reasons for their perspectives, for their beliefs, their experiences have shaped how they're reacting to different people in different situations. And we don't know the reason why someone says something that they said or why they said no to an invitation or why they didn't invite you to something or, you know, all yeah. those different situations where that rejection can come up and, and feeling like, you know, maybe people are talking about you or they're, you know, you're the outcast. You don't fit in. When I, I would catch myself. I started catching myself in those situations when those thoughts would pop up and without anyone having, I'm very proud of myself because I know I hadn't read anything about this. Nobody told me anything about this. I just started doing it. I, I would catch the thought. I would notice it and I would put it away. Yep. Very good. And it was like that taking it. a breath and just, okay, that reminder, this is not about me. This is not about me. Because at the end of the day, it's not. It doesn't matter what anybody says to your face, using your name, whatever they said. Yeah. <laughs> when you peel it all the way back, it has nothing to do with you. And that make that made things a lot easier. It was still a journey. It, it was a light bulb moment, but it wasn't a switch that went like, mm-hmm. okay, everything's great now. I don't take anything <laughs> personally ever again. I still do today. I still have moments where I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, of course. We're human, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The key for me in all of this is how quickly can you bounce back without pretending, without faking? How quickly can you process it and turn it around? Because the more you do it, the faster you'll get. So it's not about faking your way through it, but practicing and getting better at it. Yeah. Oh, great. Oh, I like that. That's an awesome takeaway. And you're right. Like I, I do tell my clients sometimes, you know, when they start to complain about something like that, I'll be like, what can you change? Can you change anybody else or can you change how you react? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And it, exactly. it is so important if you pay attention to that, that you can move forward in, in a more positive way and kick that imposter out the door. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Carrie. Well, um, Thank you for all those tips and tricks today. Uh, if our audience did want to learn more about you or what you do, can they find you online somewhere? Yeah, so my website is carriejocala.com. And I like to hang out on Instagram. I like to make the funny dancey reels and the lip syncing. So you can find me on there. <laughs> I am Carrie Jocala. I have the podcast, The Energy Within, and then my Facebook group of the same name, The Energy Within. So awesome. all those are good places to find me. And just Perfect. so our audience knows, her name is spelled K-E-R-R-I-J-O-K-A-L-A. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. Yes. And thank, yeah, thank you, Carrie. It was a really good day. Uh, nice chat we had with you. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining fun. us.
Thank you. So we'd also like to thank all of our listeners today for joining us. And we hope you learned a little bit about imposter syndrome and took away something new from what Carrie has talked about today. At Twin Life Coaching and Business Services, we're working hard to bring you more guest stories and challenges, wins, and tips to help you on your self-care journey. Uh, as a reminder, we have our Amplifying Your Wellness with TLT community. It's a great place to find some resources for everything you need to bring more self-care into your life. To find out more about our, our community and all of our other services we currently offer, you can visit us at twinlifecoaching.ca. Until next time, remember, you've got this. <laughs>